Hey everyone, welcome back to the MTG Painful Truths Podcast. This is episode number 13. We're back already. Uh, I'm your host, Brent Wagner. Uh, joining me as always is my good buddy, Cole. Howdy, howdy, howdy. How have you been? Uh, I've been good. Just uh, still the same old stuff of, you know, working all that. Yeah. Yeah, me too. It's been a... Uh... Our, our, our discussion on that never changes because unfortunately that's just how life is. <laughs> right, yes, yes. Uh, we're still working at jobs uh, and we're still... Uh... Still maybe, here. Maybe one day we'll get funded so much out of this that uh, we can uh, <laughs> we can just retire and yeah. uh, do podcasts all the time. Imagine content creation. We have a ways to go to get there, <laughs> but what? No. Yeah, uh, but what we're going to go over this week is the uh, the January twenty fifth ban and restricted announcement, and, and like nerf also there's some nerfs in that as well nerf. i don't know what to call it uh car alterations uh we're also going to go over uh the some of the new cards this was the kind of the first uh official preview season season uh they released a lot of new cards that are gonna be coming out and some of them are very cool so we're gonna go over what yeah, we think are interesting a lot today i was surprised other work i was like oh my god yeah, oh, it was it was insane, and I was just like all over Discord, just ranting o- over a specific card. That's not gonna be surprising if you're in in touch with the the previews, uh, but we're gonna go over all that. Uh, so let's go ahead and jump right in to the January announcement. Uh, so as everyone probably knows, Modern had no changes. We both kind of said last week that we thought uh, Luris would get the axe that was our kind of official prediction uh didn't happen we'll go over that in a second but there were changes in multiple formats just as they said uh standard had three cards that uh are banned now alrun's epiphany divide by zero and faceless haven uh, i'm just gonna go through the list legacy ragavan nimble pilfer is now banned uh that is it this is the first mh2 card uh outside of popper that i got a ban Kind of interesting. And historic uh, memory lapse is banned from suspended, and Teferi Time Raveler uh, got nerfed and or got rebalanced and unbanned from previously being banned. And I believe there are also other card alterations done in historic, but we're not going to go over. Uh, that. No, we're not. No, dude. No. There's like a big old list of stuff that got, ch- and that was like all alchemy stuff. And- yeah, it, like, and that's, now this yeah. doesn't trigger an instepper. Right, and uh, of course, also uh, I didn't say pioneer. Uh, there were no expected pioneer bands, and there uh, and there wasn't any. So yeah, nothing really got changed to pioneer, but we kind of assumed that was going to be the case. Well, I know you were super big on them not changing anything. Right. Yeah. I just like to me, it's just too kind of fresh and too new. Like this is almost like pioneer uh, 2.0, and. I just wasn't. We weren't expecting anything. But let's let's go over standard. Uh, so I'm I'm pretty out of touch with standard. But uh, Alrun's Epiphany that was the one we both kind of thought would get the axe. Uh, also, uh, Divide by Zero and Faceless Haven, of course. Uh, what were your kind of takeaways with this? Um, I mean, I, I kind of figured that Alrun's Epiphany was going to get banned. Like, I don't even think you need to play the format. I think enough people complained about it that you can kind of tell. Like, you can kind of see. Everybody's opinion about that card being a legal card in the format, right? And I mean, it, I mean, to be fair, it, it made sense. Yeah, yeah. I know this. This like 
talked about like mostly in the um in the prior set when that was just like everywhere it was just like a bunch of like a big mana epiphany decks yeah um and i think the format now is my my understanding is like green and white aggro or pre this bnr announcement was like green aggro and and white aggro were, were huge um and that's why faceless haven yeah faceless haven also is just i think people's opinion about faceless haven was it was just like <clears throat> this just really really good um man land in the format that was just yeah. kind of like way too efficient and you just play as your aggro deck. You just play snow, like all snow basics, and there's just another attacker. Yeah, there's no downside to, like, to it or game. anything. Yeah, not really. Especially like monocolored decks, which you know you're, you'll have your kind of expensive cards that are not going to cost green, 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 green. They're going to cost like three green, green or whatever. Uh, and so this tapping for colors, like yeah, that's, who, who cares? I have other. I have tons of forests, so. Yeah, no, no real downside. Yeah, no, like no downside at all. Yeah, yeah, um, and and you said we were talking offcast, like divide by zero. You said that was kind of just like not terribly relevant, or just kind of like a. So I don't play enough standard to know too much about how relevant it is, but everything I saw was about the same opinion that I that everybody shared on it, kind of, which was like it felt like like just a card that didn't need to be banned got banned. Sure. Okay. Because I know in, like, Alchemy, they changed it, actually, to, like, where you only get to learn if it's a high CMC or something or other. Right, yes, that was part of the balance the balance cards. It has to be mana value 4 or less to get the learn, I think. Right, but then 4 or greater, I think? Or is it 4 or less? I don't know, it, it doesn't really matter. The, yeah, it got changed. Yeah, the, at the end of the day, it, it was changed. And it, it's, just, it's just interesting to me to kind of see... Um, like them ban that card because like I would have never guessed that card. No, you just look at this and and I just don't think anyone would ever predict. Yes, a three minute bounce spell. That's the <laughs> problem. Yes, divide for a zero ban. Yes, right. I mean, I knew one of the the best standard decks was uh, you know blue red like dragons. Right. You know, blue red seeming to be the the uh, the best in all formats that it's in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it seems like it. So the the last thing I want to mention about standard uh, is, I I know like a lot of people just don't care about standard. Like listener, you probably don't care. Uh, I personally don't care, and and a lot of, like just kind of a lot of people are at this point where standard they say like standard's not good or whatever. For me, like when it came to my me entering the Magic the Gathering game. I started with like cards I had built horrible decks and then I learned about standard and standard decks and things like that. And eventually that, and then I like going through empty goldfish was like, Oh, abs and aggro. Like this was back in the, uh, like Balfour's in was just released, uh, abs and aggro siege rhino and offense of the foremost, those cards. That was like my first, like first deck. I'm relatively new to the game. And that was to me, that was cool. It's like you play these cool cards in this cool format and it was that was a good standard format, and then uh, kind of once we got to, I, I don't I, I can't pinpoint the time where standard just became went from really fun siege rhino and dark jeskai like four color decks down to what well, it's been the last like few sets where it was like I guess throne of Eldraine and it was just super powerful and then 
the quality went down to me. I'd still want standard to like exist and be good and fun and a entry level point for these players too. And pioneer too. Like pioneers is, is also just like really good, but standard just having like these simplified keywords and the simplified game. And it's a lot closer to like to, to pure magic than like modern where modern is just like, is like le- and legacy. These are just like the incredibly powerful cards and not really, to me, it's not what magic is is really about. Like you play these, like limited is like a very pure, like a good form of magic where it's like, all right, you're building a deck. All cards are pretty bad. Like there's no like the value of the like the value of the sleeve that you're putting in and is way more valuable than the card that you're sliding inside of it. But that's to me that's <laughs> still that's still like pure magic. Just like easy or it's like it, it's about building decks and stuff like that. Like so standard and limited to me. Uh, I, I, I want it to be, I want it to be good. And so I want like, and I want paper standard to be around too. So that's, I mean, that's kind of my, the, the one thing I'll bring, bring about standard. So I, I hope these bands uh, make standard great and more fun and that entry level point for, for new players. That's yeah, I, I agree. Like that- I think standard should be the most inviting format. Yeah, and I, I, what I hate to hear is like, oh, standard sucks, and like, why do I don't care about standard on my other podcast on rants? That's I believe that's what Tan said. Like, no one cares, and or or whatever. But I, I want like, I want standard to be good and fun. I want like people to st- like, I want people to like acquire these magic packs and like because like, oh, this card, this will go in this deck. Oh, this card will go in this other deck that I was kind of thinking about. Oh, Cole, I know you want to build this other deck. I have this card for you, this deck, you know, stuff like that. I want that to still exist. I don't want people to just be like, uh, like just like strictly buy singles. I want there to be still a, a, an interest in buying standard packs and stuff like that for, for the purpose of standard format. Um, because if not, then like, there's only like, like if it's only like Pioneer and up, most standard sets, you're just going to be like five cards that are good. Like not a lot. Yeah. And there's just no point to, to acquiring those packs. So I, I do want standard to be, to be around. And I think everyone benefits too. Then if standard's good, then more packs are open and those, uh, and there's like better card circulation and stuff like that. But and L- LGS is, I think, benefit from that too. So that's that's why I want that. Okay, enough about standard. That's uh, that's, <laughs> that that's it. I just like I I just don't like people talking like talking bad about standard. And I'm like, you know, I'm not in that environment anymore. But I still like want it to exist. I I want like people like like you said. I want you to, it to be an inviting format because that was like my first format, and I'm sure like a lot of people's first format. That being said, Pioneer is still awesome. I think that's a pretty good f- format too. So, yeah, no, I like Pioneer a lot, and thank God the uh, the budget for Pioneer is a lot better than it could be. Right? Yeah, it's like I could buy a playset of Solitudes, or I could just buy a Pioneer deck. Like that's literally kind of the 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 equivalence in price. Like Pioneer is so accessible. Okay, um, so let's let's go to Legacy. Ragavan Nimble Pilfer is now banned. I, uh, Cole, I, I don't I don't have much with this. Uh, I, I don't either. I guess just Rag, Raggles is. I mean, he's annoying enough that like I wouldn't blame it. Right. It was just like um, 
I, I think it just kind of led to like snowbally games of and just like Rin and Wasteland. It's just like you can't climb out of that. Maybe Ragman's like kind of like that too. It's hard to say. Um, I don't know. Uh, and then historic memory lapse. That's basically uh, Aether Gusper for any spell, or you put it on top, or you counter a spell that goes on top. I, I'm not. I don't really care too much. Um, and then Teferi, they announced that as like being rebalanced. Now it's four mana instead of three. The instead of uh, they you can you can only play at sorcerer speed. That's changed to they can only play spells on their own turn. I believe. Yeah, so I think so, they can hold up counter magic on their own turn. Right. So you can hold up mystical dispute or something if you want your spell to resolve. Like you can still fight back. And neuter to fairy. Yeah. That, and now it's from foil loyalty to five. For but an extra mana, which really hurts the the card. Um, I mean, like I still think it's very good though. I don't think it's hurt that bad. Yeah. 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 Because I think everything else on it's the same, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The still plus the plus and minus abilities are the exact same. You get the extra loyalty, but it just co- comes at one more mana for four mana. And that's to me that was um, so going back. I think Cole, I think we talked about this before when they kind of hinted about um, card alterations. I was like, this is what they're going to be doing. Like I fully like alchemy was not a surprise to me. Like, Teferi being changed, I was like, not a surprise to me. I got that a lot in internal card game where they they look at these cards and like, yeah, these cards are just too good. Like, or this card's too good. Like, the equivalent is like Metallurgic Summonings. Like, that card virtually existed in the Eternal format, or, or it, the Eternal card game format. Specific, I'm talking specifically a different card game, the digital client. I, basically, it was Metallurgic Summonings, and that just snowballed into these games where... I'm just playing these draw spells and making four fours or whatever like that. And you just, it was just too good. So yeah. they went in and said, all right, that, car, that card's too good. That deck is too good. We're going to make it cost like one more uh, mana from like six to seven. And while they did that, and they didn't just like make that one change, they went in and said, we want these other decks to be good. So they like either made a card have like more power and more toughness. They're pushing these other cards that which really push new archetypes. So that like Metallurgic Summoning's deck or whatever was not even like good anymore. In fact, it doesn't see any play anymore. It didn't see play like immediately after that. So that's made it made it new and interesting. So I I I, I know Magic players are, like the most sensitive kind of players when stuff like this happens. <laughs> I'm just like no. I think it's I think it's cool. I think that's what we want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely agree. It's it's really interesting to me. Um, like, I, as much as I'll shit talk Arena, I'll give Arena the fact that it can do stuff like that, where it can change a card on the fly. Yes, yeah. Because that's that's something that paper could never, never do, unfortunately. I was thinking, like, would they? I don't, like, yeah, they never could. Like, we talked about it on the last episode, the whole, like, companion change. And right. how like and yeah. how like you were like oh that's something I would have never heard of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was to me that was a huge change. Because basically the or, the card the text on the card was just incorrect. Like at that point, 
Anyway, I think I think stuff like that's cool, and that I fully expect it to take place. And I was gonna think like the only way they could do it if they like wanted to give Teferi Time Reveler like that card, like maybe they just like send it to LGS owner. Like I, I, I I'll. I know it's not going to happen, but like they give it to LGS owners and maybe just trade in your Teferis. Like you're like, all right, here's, here's this. And now I get the four mana Teferi Time Reveler. The, the, the bad one or whatever. The bad one, yeah. I know that's like that. that never going to happen. That's, just, the, that's the world we live in. The paper, like we play this game of paper. So you know, the card they print, that's just how it's going to be for, for it's for as long as magic's around. That's just what it's going to be. No, okay. yeah, I, I agree entirely. Yeah, um, but I think we should. I think it's cool that they're that they're doing kind of uh, card alterations in in Magic Arena. I think that's how it should be. Yeah, I don't. I, I definitely don't think there's anything wrong with it. As much <laughs> as some people like, I know that I used to have a pretty hard stance against it, but it, it's definitely grown on me to a degree. Right. Yeah, I'm not going to talk, like, I, I don't want to get any more in the arena. Like, I know the economy part of it's just, like, always, the, the like, the reason people don't play it, basically. Like, that people can complain about that. We're a sensitive bunch here, but I do I do agree. Like, I wish the I wish the economy problem was, was a little bit better. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, uh, so I guess, like, we could talk modern how i guess how there's nothing changed yeah i mean we kind of mentioned and i i re-listened to the last episode today and we did mention that we wouldn't we wouldn't be surprised if um you know the format had a change like we kind of were like yeah. oh man you know if the format changes it's kind of whatever or yeah. if it doesn't it's whatever because that, that definitely is still how i i feel about it now yeah as i'm kind of like oh man like Lurus didn't get banned. Well, drat. Okay, whatever. <laughs> right. Because um, re- re-listening to the last episode, um, we talked about, like, the last banning that I can think of where it was, like, a card that was put in every deck, you know, that made it that made every deck way better was, um, uh, it would have been Uro, I think. Because that was right. kind of what Uro was, was it was just this card that was like... I mean, Oko really, but that's way before that. But Uro yeah. kind of had the Oko thing where it was like, there's this card that, why aren't you playing it in your deck? Now, Uro had it a little less than Oko, because like, Oko was like, why aren't you playing this card? Like, It's literally the best card ever. Right, yeah. And it's like, oh, well, I mean, true. <laughs> but, uh, like... Uro kind of felt that way, and especially, you know, with Feel of the Dead and Mystic Sanctuary, you know, Uro was just this, like, gross spiral that was insane. Right. It was like, your Grave Hate doesn't really do much to it, because, like, worst case scenario, three mana game, three life draw card. But, like, right. yeah. With this upside of, like, deal with me, and then, you know, we mentioned Hogak, and the difference with that was Hogak was this one pinnacle deck that you had to beat. Yes. Like, this was the deck. Hogak didn't go into, like, a whole bunch of stuff. He th- This was his deck. Yeah. Um, and it's just kind of interesting to see the banning differences. Because, like, Uro was around for, for, for a while. Yeah. You know, he'd been around for a good long while. He had, he had had his part in everything. 
you know, and even Oko was around for, for quite a minute. Yeah. But like Hogak was around for like, what, probably like two, three months, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Was it, was it terribly long? Um, well, they banned bridge first. Yes. They were like, well, we'll, we'll put, you know, we'll stop it here. Right. And then they, they that was, that was, was like straight, straight to him. Well, yeah, he 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 brought down two other cards too, like looting, and what what else was brought down? The well, Stoneforge cat was in at that point too. Um, that was the unbanned Stoneforge as well. Yeah, maybe, maybe it was just that. I'm, I, it doesn't matter, but yeah, yeah. Honestly, thinking about it, yeah. No, was it Opal? Oh no, yeah. Oh my god, Opal got me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, I always forget about Opal so much. I don't understand why. <laughs> right. Like. That was one card that I definitely did not think was going to get banned. Right, yeah. I remember telling everybody, I was like, there's no way this card gets banned, right? Like, Opal's great. Like, it's totally yeah. fair. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's crazy to looking back to that. Because I remember uh, my favorite storytelling people is whenever, uh, uh, what was it? There was this dude that, uh, it was like, he, he had fully foiled out, um, what was that deck? Uh, it was Affinity, right? No, it was Cheerios. Oh. Yeah, like, pimped to the max. Like... Expeditions and everything. Well, I mean, I don't even think it played Expos, but I know it had, like, all the gold stuff. He had, like, base foil... God, what was that deck? I'm trying to remember, because it's been so long since that deck's been around. It was, like, Ariok... Not Ariok Champion. What's that stupid dude? That... Shram. Well, Shram and Pure Steel Paladin. Yeah, yeah. And that, that was your deck. was, like, those. And you're like, yeah... Right. I'm going to draw my deck and then grape shot you. And I remember he was talking to me because we were both in day two. And I was on yeah. Tron and he was like, yeah, man. You know, I, I think I just beat like Snoko. And we were yeah. talking. He's like, yeah, man, I can't wait to like, ban Oko. And I was like, yeah, you know, I wonder if they're going to ban anything else. He was like, no, nah, they're not going to do it. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, they're not. Yeah. And I was like, they talked about Opal. And he was like, Opal's been around forever. They're not going to ban Opal. Yeah, right. And then I, I wonder what he's up to to this day. Yeah. He's listening to our podcast, please. <laughs> he's probably watching uh, old magic videos well we also had a buddy of ours or a buddy an acquaintance that we played with all the time that was on a uh grishel brand and then they banned the hell out of everything out of that <laughs> right well except that i mean we did play a new variant of that deck that i thought was uh the um the red black uh asmo yeah yeah, yeah. the hopefully your opponent doesn't know what you're trying to do deck right that's, that deck was awesome. Right. Just ignore the fact that I just put Emrakul away and I'm shuffling him. Just just don't pay attention. I love that deck so it's much. It's anti-mill tech. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I still don't understand to this day how that... How uh, that got around that guy. Yeah. Oh, he discarded Emrakul. I was like, yeah, I did. Yeah, right. Yeah, don't don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Yeah, ignore, ignore that. Fine. Yeah. Yeah, let me just shuffle. Don't worry about it. Oh no, it was Gristlebrand. It was Emrakul. It was yeah, it was, yeah, it was both. It, I put Dad in the graveyard. Right. There was no hiding him. He just sat there. Right. And you were like basically stuck on three lands, so it's just like yeah, we're not honestly you know tapping seven pieces of. Well, yeah, like an As Asmo deck, and they're like yeah, right. Totally, what's supposed to happen? Right. I, I you know, I I have I don't have high hopes for that deck, but I I hope I hope it comes back. That was a that's a pretty cool deck. I just think with Solitude getting pushed out the ass now, like, I don't think that deck yeah. ever could be a thing. No. Yeah. Like, I, def I definitely think um, they thoroughly, now in this format, have uh, 
decided to ruin everybody's fun. <laughs> yeah, they put a limit on fun. Um, but yeah, going back to uh, like we were once again we were talking off stream about Luris. To me, like we <clears throat> like we both said we thought Luris was going to get banned, and obviously it didn't. It, it there, there, the the pre- previous ban and restricted announcements we thought every time was very necessary. I guess like specifically the last two, which you know was the Euro ban and uh, like Mystic Sanctuary, Feel the Dead, uh, Simeon Spirit Guide. You know that ban was like very necessary. Um, and, and the one prior was Arkham's Ashley, which is like uh, that was, I mean, we still enjoyed the modern format. But Astrolabe was just just too – it solved too many problems. Or it was, like, just too good. You just, like, played basics, and you're, like, a three- or four-color deck with just a bunch of snow-covered islands. It just cantrip. It was, like, an innocent-looking card, but, man, it was just – it was so good. Oh, yeah. And we, we, I remember we were playing, like – we played Magic at the time, and we were just, like – yeah, yeah, we we enjoy it. We enjoy modern. Modern's great, but Astrolabe is too good. And I mean, I remember we had some of the most fun playing <clears throat> the like Soltai snow decks. Yeah, Soltai and Bant, uh, snow mirrors, and at that time it was kind of like we thought it was like among like the best deck even. Oh, I, I still to this day think during that time that the snow decks were like phenomenal, like easily one of the better mm-hmm. decks in the format. Right, but we I think when we uh, I was just like comparing that time to the pre astrolabe banning to when we were doing the podcast uh, earlier this week, like that was a lot more necessary than I would ever say that Luris is right now. Oh yeah, yeah. Like we both kind of said like if if nothing happens, we won't be surprised, kind of, and we're still not surprised, but. Kind of like looking at this format and going forward, like Luris is as safe as it's been in a while. Like I, like if you were like, I want to build this Luris pile, like Grix's Death Shadow, like you know, good good deck, and you're like, but Luris gets banned, the deck gets like I would think Death Shadow gets a lot worse, and like, I don't want to build this deck. So just, funny like, enough, I was thinking to myself, by the way, I was very nervous, but like I was really thinking, like man, if Luris gets banned, you can play Street Wraith again. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I was I was thinking more like uh Season Pyromancer. It's like a nice three drop that reloads as well. But yeah. Maybe I don't know. Serious like was like the Death Shadow critical. I think Death Shadow would be more of an aggro deck again. Maybe, yeah, because it's it's like Death Shadow doesn't matter in the Death Shadow deck as you know, it used to be kind of like Well, I guess the other problem though is like on that note, um, Death Shadow, uh, like you're dealing with, uh, what's that stupid? We just literally talked about it. Uh, Solitude. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, you're still having to answer that stupid card that kills every Death Shadow ever. Right. In your whole deck. Right. So, like, maybe that's not not the play. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. Like, I I just think it'd be kind of interesting to see, uh, like what Death Shadow would do 
like that's that's more or less the the biggest thing about the bands that I was kind of curious about was like I wanted I wanted to see Letters Get Band to see what Dex would do. Yeah, like decks like that. That is right. Like aggressive three mana creatures. Like, well, sorry, you're you, you don't pass the Luris check basically. So no way. Well, yeah, I mean, like we just talked about it. Like, look at um, look at a. Oh, we just said him. Um, True Wraith. Like True Wraith is very good card. It's been good for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but like a card sees no play now, really. Yeah, living in, but. Yeah, uh, yeah, for a completely different reason. <laughs> yeah, like that. I mean, yeah, but yeah, you, you get the gist. Like, the card, yeah. card seems to play. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, where it matters, but like, and that, and that's just a crazy thing because I remember playing, you know, back in the day. Like, dude, you'd play against Street and you're like, man, this card's stupid. <laughs> like, fuck this card. Like, ban it. <laughs> I remember, I remember my buddy. He was so high on banning Street Wraith. Like, that was all he wanted. He was like. He was like, "Sure, it sucks. Get rid of it out of my out of my game." Yeah. He was like, "I don't like it," and I was like, "Man, you know, sure, it's okay." And he's like, "Nope, don't want it. It's literally zero mana." Yeah. And I mean, and, and I get that. I, like, I agree. I, I used to think sure it was crazy. Yeah. I definitely looking at like it, it's weird because like you would talk to that guy like, you know, what was it like probably four or five years ago, and you're like, "Hey, what if I told you like in four or five years, sure is unplayable." In shadow, let me say in shadow. Right. And you know that guy would look at you and be like, "You're insane!" Like, yeah. What are you smoking? Yeah, it's free to lo- to damage loss. Your deck is smaller. Literally plus two, plus two. Your shadow draw a card, and how much mana did you have to put into it? Zero. And then, like at the time, like shadow was also like a traverse deck. So yeah. You're like, yeah. While I'm at it, let me traverse the Uvenwald. Like. Yeah. Like it's just so wild. Yeah. <laughs> That 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 that's like where the format really is. Yeah. God bless. What what a game. What a what a game. Like, I'll give it to Magic definitely. That that like the whole game changes. So like by by set, it's wild. Right. Good old Magic. Yeah. And there was a. I, I did want to point out we we delayed the the recording because I really wanted to find this tweet. It was from Aaron Forsythe. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. I wanted I wanted to bring this up real quick. Uh, so this, this was after the BNR and uh, apparently he, and kind of not surprisingly, he got asked a lot about, uh, about the modern bannings. And then someone brought up twin. He said, so this is his tweet, uh, a response from other magic players. We talk about twin regularly. Pod is not going to be back to being a charming toolbox deck. There exists sufficient combo pieces in the format now that activating it once would always threaten to end the game. So kind of like two two big statements there. The first one's like just five words, though. We talk <laughs> about twin regularly. It kind of makes you like t- the twin hopefuls got excited about hearing that sentence. Uh, I The only thing I would say about twin is that this twin was a, before I kind of like had a focus in modern that. So I, I I don't have like a smart opinion. Uh, I just refer to like I know Aspiring Spike and Caleb Derwald. They did like a playtesting session with uh, Twin versus a a deck that they expected would be in a Twin style meta game, and they both walked away saying Twin would be a bad thing for the Magic the Gathering format. So they they both kind of said no no thanks. So that was kind of to me that was kind of surprising that they 
are talking about like when he said we talk about twin regularly maybe and you know they just that doesn't mean anything like uh like cole we talk about like i, I joke about hogak yeah like, yeah that, we that's joke about yeah, well, we talk about leaving leaving our significant others and running away to an island in Canada. We talk about that regularly. You know, it's like that sentence doesn't really mean anything, but it it kind of does. Like they they're still they they have they still apparently do kind of look at like what if twin was a thing. Um that's just not encouraging to me. I don't I don't I I just don't think I want it just based on the the play that <clears throat> the playtesting session that that happened with with two prominent players, and I've heard kind of mixed things from all sorts of people. I I just I still just don't I just, I don't want to win, man. I just don't want it. Oh no, I agree. I, I just don't see why. You, like I, but after them not doing anything on uh, you know, on Tuesday, I kind of thought about it. I was like, do they, do we really need an unban? Like just, just kind of honestly. No, like, like, that, like that's that's just what I kind of kept thinking to myself. I was like, is that like it? Like, are we just wanting an unban because that's what we want? Like, that's because you know, like I want an unban because I want Bridge from Below. Right, right. Like, is it is it like that? That's and I don't know. It's definitely interesting. The more I thought about it, right. And, and to me, it's just like, and and well. And to me, that like even though the the pod statement is a lot more, it just seems like they're so far away from considering pod coming back, just kind of based on that. Which I guess is like kind of interesting because we, I think we talked about pod being kind of we predicted that it would be among the safer unbans. Um, I, I I I obviously I don't really know too much, but it, to me it was just kind of interesting to see that they were like, no, there's. I kind of agree that they're just tons of combo pieces and that already exists so yeah no yeah definitely yeah, I, yeah. but and, and kind of uh going back to all this to, to the unbanned thing like to me there's still just a ton of risk with unbans i think i said this last week and we and you know we talked about banning Luris, but we're like but also modern's still pretty good and it's just really well liked from a lot of people why would you add this like a car to the format that could just make the format miserable like twin that definitely has a potential to make the format miserable yeah like twin is definitely one of those cards that like could just ruin a format <laughs> right like if it's just so good like it could just absolutely hurt a format right so and, and that's just yeah. that's just what twin does and like i definitely think that's a a big thing that uh, that people kind of need to realize a little bit is that like cards like Twin, unfortunately, will just in the end probably hurt the format more than help it. Yeah, especially a card like uh, as high impact as as Twin. Oh, that, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just want I just want to bring up that tweet because it's at at the side. It was just like they they talked about two banned cards, kind of, kind of loosely. You know, they just gave us like three sentences of it. But I think there was definitely enough content that is worth unraveling a little bit. It it definitely is interesting. Like I think it'd be cool to, um, kind of talk more about like why unbannings and things happen. You know. Yeah, 
like or why an unbanning should happen like i would love to talk to like a wizard rep of some degree and be like like why do you like why did you unban stuff like this right yeah that would be i would love to hear that kind of interview like, like what? Why, like what did y'all like agree upon that you were like, all right, this is this is fine, right? Like we're gonna we're gonna unban this card, and we un- we know that it's not gonna hinder the format to like kill it, right? And even like I would say even Jace was as risky like at the time like to me like Jace and Bloodbraid Elf they were just like in the format it was just like whoa. And it's got almost laughable to think about Bloodbraid Elf was like that card sees no play. Like Yeah. And you know, Jay sees minimal play. Like Bloodbraid is like if you see your opponent cast Bloodbraid, it's like, oh, they're not playing a good deck, thank God. Or whatever. Well, I mean, like, yeah, like it's crazy because like I remember when Bloodbraid came out and there's like Jund and Gruel and Um all of those decks were like these are the decks you gotta be playing. Right. Yeah. Like if you're not playing these decks, like what are you doing? Yeah. So it, it, you know, it's it's crazy, like we said, you know, to think now, be like, be like, yeah, man, Bloodbraid, right? Man, that's crazy just saying that out loud. That Bloodbraid is bad. Yeah, Damn, like, uh, like just just straight honestly. Right. Yeah. Tell it to Jun guy when that car got unbanned. That where, where yeah, like in the and that's like a cool thing too. That like, um, you know, we don't talk about as much. It's like just just imagine talking to some dude from back in the day and being like, "Hey, man, like that card sucks." Right. <laughs> and it's like, what? Yeah. Oh, no, it doesn't suck. It's like, no, it's bad. Right. Like, and then oh man, imagine like telling some dude from back in the day like about Murktide. Oh, right. Or Ragavan. Like, could you imagine? Like, yeah, the monkey that comes with uh, that one chick. Nah, dude, it's its own card now. And it's insane. Right. Or like telling them about Hogak and yeah, I just I, I always think stuff like that would be really cool. Right. Yeah, just like like looking at the MH one previews, like oh this artifact, it's ta- like Arkham's Astrolabe seems really cool. It allows fixing, and then you're like, that too good. It's gonna get banned from every format. Like oh my god, yeah, you, MH one me looking at Astrolabe, but like yeah, this card's medium. It's yeah, huh. it's, it's cute. <laughs> yeah, this card's okay. Right. Literally like, banned from all formats. <laughs> Yeah, oh my god, yeah, it is actually, huh? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, that card's dumb. Right, oh yeah, it's for the best that we don't play that card anymore. Oh, that, yeah, by Miles, yes. Yeah, yeah. Keep that card away from, from me. If, right, yeah. Too, ma- too many bad memories, yeah. And, then, and uh, well, I got nothing else with Modern. Um, oh no, that's, that's it for me. Yeah, uh, and we can just go over Pioneer briefly. No bans, and this was fully expected, Um I don't think I think we're still too early. Uh, there's a few decks that are kind of scary to me, like like uh, like I said, Jeskai Sinzi last week. Like that deck is scary. Even like my pet deck, Lotus Field, is kind of like pr- could be scary, or like, kind of <laughs> like it could be like maybe perceived as too good, and 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 also. Um, like like these scary com- com- and Winota is also another one. Just like all right, play four man this creature, attack and just like all of a sudden you just, it's a huge explosive turn. You know, kind of out of after just seeing a few like Elvish Visionary or like Lana War Elf or whatever. It's just like just these explosive turns. Well, uh, it's, a, it's I, funny that we talked about that because I remember seeing a tweet 
and you respond to a tweet today. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, about somebody uh, talking about uh, their feelings about <laughs> about banning cards in the format. Right. It was a yeah. It's a prominent magic uh, personality. I'm just gonna say prominent person uh, magic personality. It, it, it would not be hard to find if you want to look it up. Uh, I I kind of like made five tweets in response. Uh, basically, this person said that he wanted Winota. That, like, those three cards, man. Winota, Lotus Field, and Jeskai Ascendancy. Um, and I kind of just went, like, talked about these... There are main deck cards that decks play that hose these strategies. And, like, it, like Mono Red just, like, destroys all these decks, basically. And, and um, I, I don't have to go too, too deep, but... Because I still have the stance of, like now modern or now pioneer is is being played. Let's wait to see what's broken. Not just like preemptively ban three decks. These are deck bannings. Like if you ban Winota, you can't just like play a worse Winota. If Lotus Field gets banned, you can't just play the other. Like you know that that deck doesn't recover. Jeskai Ascendancy. It's a bunch of. Sh- really shitty cards without just kind of to see like that's what it is and and i'm just like in it's just kind of weird it's like phoenix is number one deck it has been this whole time and like we're not and and i'm at, like i don't think we're anywhere close to banning any card from that deck unless you like want to look at like the delve uh cantrips like dig through time or treasure cruise which are always kind of what people are kind of want to be banned, but I, I just thought that was a little, that just like, I, I, just, I, I, I said in the tweet, I was like, I, I just strongly disagree. I just don't think, just don't think so. And it should be like, I, I hate bannings that just like, <clears throat> there's no backup plan. Like even like the, when, uh, Aetherworks Marvel, for example, got banned, in that, I think even that ban and restrict is like, but there's still this teamer energy deck that like did well. Like you could just play this deck, and I like that. I would want these those decks to be able to transition to the next deck or another deck, just yeah, for, just for the players. Um, because even like when KCI was banned at the time, you still had well, didn't age well, but you still had Mox Opal, so you could still play Mox Opal decks. You still had Cheerios, right? Yeah. Like even though you Ur was banned, you still had like, you know, I guess like the the valuable part in that was like just the the mana, and you still had Omnath, and there were still you know we stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like Phil the Dead was banned, but you still had like I still had Amulet Titan, and that was still a good deck. It like Amulet Titan got better after that being that BNR. But so, like you banned these three cards. I'm left with I take out like Lotus Field from my deck. I look at these cards like these cards will never do anything ever again. Like, and I don't want that to happen to the to to these players who like these decks. I don't want it to happen to me. I don't want it to happen to the Winota guy, the Jeskai Sindesi guy, which is also me too. But I don't want to ha- like I don't want it to happen to the two of me <laughs> who have those decks, um, especially it, when we're still figuring out what Pioneer should be at this point. No, yeah, I, I'll agree with that, yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying nothing. Like, I, I may, like, look back and say, uh, yeah, Winodo's too too strong. But I think that was, like, on Goldfish, as of this recording, was, like, the number nine deck. So it's just, like, not a lot of love from it. 
and really just like a hate piece to that is just holding up removal for Winota. Because once you do that, you look at their board, like they have Outland or the 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 oh, the innkeeper, they have a they have a mana dork, they have a gilding goose. Like those are not good cards by themselves. <laughs> like you can just win through that. You know? Yeah. Anyway, no, okay. I, no, I agree. It, I definitely think that. I don't know. It's just it's just interesting to talk about stuff like that. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I just to me it was just kind of like bad. Like if bad all three was like that's that's a huge swing. That's a huge like change in the pioneer format. And I know like these decks may be kind of like not a fun play experience, but you could just like, it's very easy to build decks that prey on these decks. And basically it's just in the color red. Like you play Eidolines, like it hoses basically all the decks. I think it's not Winota. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to delve into this, but that, I thought that take was kind of just a little crazy. <laughs> Very affected by the tape. Look at him. <laughs> pull, it, pull it right now. Tell us how we how he really well, feels. I'm dropping this down to send to the guy you commented on. Okay. Well, yeah, send him the link to this podcast and tell him to retweet. Uh, <laughs> um, hey, man, I got an episode for you. Right. No, no, I, 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 I do actually like the guy. Um, I interact with his tweets a lot. The guy or girl or whoever not to give it away good save good save nice nice they'll never know yeah right um i guess that's all i got for this for for pioneer i, I definitely definitely the right take to just not do anything right now uh so colt today was a big day for magic oh yeah oh my god yeah it was, it was insane everything yeah, we, that they did today Right, yeah, we got a big pile of cards uh, from Kamigawa Neon Dynasty released. There's some really good ones. Um, so why don't we just go, I'm on uh, Scryfall's website, and we just go back and forth with cards that we think are really cool. And no, or, like, I'm just going to go top to bottom and uh, and just go from there. And we, we just kind of quickly go over what we think is interesting. Yeah, I agree. We can do that. Okay. Uh, do you want to go first? Uh, I think mine are going to be lore based. So, and I think you only have one. I mean, we don't need to go too in depth because we're going to do a whole video, you know, entirely about this. That's that's true. Okay. We just we'll need to talk about. about we, we just need to talk about a couple cards. Okay. All right. So, because lore, I, I may just like take a little nap when you go over lore. No. Uh, the the card I care mo- the card I think was. It might just be my early... It's definitely the early runner for a card of the set for me. I know it's like it's very early, and, and I know it's niche, but uh, this card, I went nuts for it, and so did my Amulet Titan Discord, is Boseju Who Endures. It's a legendary land that taps for uh, green, so no, like, um, doesn't come in tapped ever. It's just a land that taps for green. Also has another channel ability... Uh, so activate ability on the land, uh, which is one into green, discard Boseju who endures, destroy target artifact, enchantment, or non-basic land and opponent controls. That player may search a library for a land card with a basic land type, put it on the battlefield, then shuffle. The ability costs one less if you have a, for each legendary creature you control. So if you have Azusa, 
Um, I'm speaking specifically in the context of Amulet Titan. If you have a Zeus, it just costs green mana. And I immediately tweet or uh, message Cole this, like, Cole, this is a game changer for, for Titan. I think uh, it's a game changer for a lot of decks. It, it, it may be, but, I, you know, I, I'm like a dodo bird. who I only know about this deck. So, But I think, like, especially in, like, the lower power format, if you had a forest, you just free roll this. Like, it doesn't matter. Um, maybe not so much in modern because, you know, we still have Blood Boon. Like, you still have to play your basics. But, like, if you have Pioneer you have basic forest, the first one's free, basically. Yeah. Um, it, it, oh, it is legendary, too. So, you know, second one, um, you, you, yeah, legendary. You know, you know how legendaries work. Uh, but just, like, especially aiming at Titan, where you're attacking with a Titan... You you play you play bounce land like Simic Growth Chamber and Boseju. You, you just untap Simic Growth Chamber, pick up Boseju. Now you're just holding up this activation, and for you know for whatever you need to hold it up for. Um, so it makes their like if they have like two four four constructs or whatever, you, you, they're not you know they're not going to trade anymore because or their their blocks get awkward. I'm talking about a specific scenario, but it's very likely that Titan player will attack and pick up. And then have the Boseju uh, activation. And it's channel, which means it, it doesn't, it's not a spell. It's an activated ability of the land. And it's at instant speed. So if you are playing the Blood Moon deck or another deck, or if you, like, this is a Ghost Quarter effect, like if you're playing it's Tron too, like, we're probably, we may not just play Ghost Quarter anymore because this does, this is Ghost Quarter. Yeah, definitely, definitely insane how good that card actually really is right and, and um i guess like one small caveat to me it's it doesn't matter but it's you they don't it's not get a basic land you get a card with a basic land type so you can get your ketria triome or whatever to me i'm just like look i'm destroying a relevant card you can have whatever land you want yeah like, <laughs> you're good you can keep it right right it's like uh, as long as you don't get another urza's tower or whatever like i I don't care. Like you can have your basic or have your multicolored. Lit. I don't do not care. Um, but I thought this was a huge, huge inclusion, and even on the Titan Discord, it's two mana base, right? It's it, it's a two mana activation, yeah. But the, you can make it like one mana. It would, yeah, with a legendary creature, uh, which we only run Azusa, it it would cost a single green mana. I mean, like, but that it's so crazy how cheap that effect is. Oh, it's so good. It's like it's what you pay for with uh, naturalized effects anyway. Yeah, but it hits and a land too, right? It it yeah, it hits a non-basic land, but yes, it does. It hits a land. Yeah. So if you have Urza Saga and you're like, okay, I don't want them to get the hammer or whatever. Well, I mean, but you you don't want the second card Urza Saga, anyways. Right. Yeah. But like Urza, yeah, hits Urza lands. Yeah, in against Titan, it hits a the Valica. It hits. Uh, uh, like a, a bounce land, so it is a stone rain effect. Uh, it's just, it's just so good. Yeah, it's it's crazy how good it actually is. Right, I think, and you know, we were talking about like because I think the the white channel land got uh, spoiled. I don't think it officially got preview. I think it just got spoiled. Um, and it was like deal. It was like pretty mediocre effect. And we were like, what if we get like. A disenchant or um, a naturalize, and I was like, I hope so. I'm not. I was like, I don't know. That seems really good, but we'll we'll see. And 
then sure enough, that's exactly what we get. And, and it just like another, it's basically uncounterable. It has to be stifled, which that doesn't really exist in hardly any format. No, not at all. So this, oh, so happy. So happy to have this land. And we're even talking about running like one plus one. So even sideboard a second copy. Um, I, I don't know where I'm going to fall on or where we're going to settle, but we're definitely, definitely including it in the deck somewhere. We'll take something out. We'll make room for this guy. I don't, um, I don't know why you would, honestly. Right. And that kind of goes for every, yeah, every deck that you have a basic forest, uh, you could free roll this. Yeah, I mean, card, card real good. Yeah. <laughs> very, very good. Yeah, card is good. Um, cool. So that's, let me, uh, did, did you want to take the next card, or are you going to go over lore? Well, yeah, I was supposed to say, like, get all your cards out of the way. Okay. okay. I mean, I'm not going to talk about specific, like, I'm going to talk about specific cards in that, in the sense, like, they're cool, but, like, I'm really going to be talking about, like, this card got spoiled, um, thus, i.e., lore matters. Okay. Yeah, I'll go over, I'll go over a few. I, I probably don't have too many. Let's go, let's see. Oh, I, uh. I was, about, I was about to go over lore, but um, because I don't really know much about the magic storyline. Uh, one card I thought was really cool, um, I don't think there's uh, going to be too much constructive application, is like Jin Kataxis Pr- Progress Tyrants, a uh, seven mana legendary creature, Phyrexian Praetor, uh, five blue blue. When you cast an artifact, instant, or sorcery spell, copy that spell. You may choose new targets uh, only once a turn. I'm shorthand this. Uh, and when uh, whenever opponent casts an artifact, instant, or sorcery spell, counter that spell, the, the, this ability triggers only once each turn. So it's just kind of a huge, like, kind of a dick card, but it's, uh, oh, yeah. it's just, like, super powerful. Like, commander players will probably love having this card. I think it's really cool. I think it's, uh, I think lore-wise, card is awesome. I love everything about it. It's got everything I could want more about it. Right. Uh, okay, I don't want, I don't want, I want to go over... I, I know Tezzeret's here. I'm not going to go over Tezzeret. No, I, I wasn't going to go over a whole lot of the cards just because, uh, like, um, you know, we're going we're gonna to get to... Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, whenever all spoilers are out, you know. Oh yeah, we're gonna have our set like our set overview, yeah, uh, or like set. Yeah, we'll go over. Cool, I guess we just go over cool cards. We don't have like a, a top five, top ten, or top color, you know, stuff like that. We'll just go over cards that we think are good. Um, I have another card, and uh, this was talked about briefly on the Titan Discord. That's just where my head's at, apparently. It is Azu- <laughs> I see. Azu- yeah, Azusa's many journeys. Uh, one in a green saga, enchantment saga. Uh, mode one is you may play additional land this turn, so it's explore minus the draw card. Uh, mode two, gain three life, and then mode three, much like a lot of the sagas in the set, is exile saga, this saga, and bound, and return it transformed, which becomes a three three uh, human monk likeness of the seeker uh, enchantment creature when likeness of the seeker becomes block untap up to three lands you control. So it's explored that eventually gains you life and then also will most likely just make you a 3-3 and you untap lands. But to me, I just uh, nah, didn't think it was very good. 
Well, I also think it's cool, you know, just talking about kind of like the mechanics that we've seen currently. I think it's really cool that the sagas turn into, uh, some of the sagas turn into creatures. Yeah, a lot of them do, actually. I think that's actually all of them do, but, like, I think those are yeah. awesome. Right, yeah. Like, I definitely think that that is super neat, um, like, little thing. Um, let's see what else. I'm looking at the list. Just talking about, like, cool cards. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm going to have some cards about lore. Like, if I'm going to go over real quick, like, I love that Jin's in this set. I think that is so cool that we finally get the other Praetor, um, or one of the other Praetors. Uh, Tezzeret's dope as hell. And then yeah. uh, the big thing is that they're bringing Phyrexia mana back to a degree. And Tamio, uh, what's her name again? Uh, I'll, I'll go over it. Tamio, uh, Completed Sage. That's two blue and a green and optional, or two blue and a green, and then uh, Phyrexian blue or green mana. Uh, it does have the the text completed. Uh, I think I'm, yeah. Completed, C-O-M-P-L-E-A-T-E-D. And it says uh, that Phyrexian Man can be paid with blue, green, or two life. Uh, and if life was paid, it enters with two fewer loyalty counters. Oh, hold up. I didn't even read that on that. Does it really say that? Yeah. Oh, my God. Really? I didn't read that. Yeah. So it'll be a five mana, five loyalty Planeswalker. Or you can pay two blue, green, two life, and it'll be a three loyalty planeswalker oh i guess that makes sense because i was like damn she ults real fast <laughs> yeah <laughs> at four mana right um the she has a plus it starts at f- three or five loyalty uh depending on how you paid for her uh plus one tap up to one target artifact or creature it doesn't untap during its controller's next untap step minus x exile target non-land permanent card with mana value x from your graveyard and create a copy uh, create a token of that copy it's minus seven is a create Tamiya's notebook, a legendary colorless artifact token with spells you cast cost two less to cast and tap draw a card. Okay. Planeswalkers are, they're always exhausting, but that, that, <laughs> that, that covers it. Well, also like all the planeswalkers just have a static because uh, the wandering emperor also being a flash planeswalker. Oh, oh, I didn't even catch that, but yeah. That yeah, she's right. Flash! I, oh, I, I know she's Flash, but I just... And like, you can activate her, you get one activation on their turn. That, that's insane. Wait, can you activate on her on the opponent's turn? Yep, read it. You get one activation. You may activate her loyalty abilities anytime you can cast an instant, if she had a Balfilla's turn. Oh, oh I, you know what's weird? I knew that you could Flash and minus two. I don't know why I did not register. I, I don't, Okay. Okay, but yeah, this this card's pretty cool. Um, the Wandering Emperor, two white white for three loyalty planeswalker, and as you said, flash. And as long as the Emperor, the Wandering Emperor, entered the battle for this turn, you may activate her loyal ability anytime you cast it instant. Well, Cole, you may be asking, that's cool, but what do they do? So at three loyalty, she starts. You get plus one. Put a she one has, one counter. Yeah, she has three loyalty. Yeah, three loyalty. Put a one-one counter on what up to one target creature. Again, it's first strike until end of turn. Minus one. Create a two-two white samurai creature token with vigilance, and minus two ability. Exile target tapped creature. Gain two life. Okay, she's, she's real good. Yeah. 
They're all planeswalkers four mana. Uh, well, Tamiya's technically five. Uh, Tezzeret's four. four. Oh, uh, Kaido is, is three. Okay, sure. Because I was like, I was like, are all of them four mana? Yeah. That yeah, would have been, been pretty funny. Yeah. Well, I like about uh, the the Wandering Emperor is kind of good on both sides of, of combat. Like, obviously, we talked it as, like, you can just make a flash 2-2 two -two blocker or just, like, like, removal spell and gain life. And even just on offense, if you just have this, like, you use the plus, like, four mana to put a 1-1 counter and give it first strike. Just kind of swing combat in your favor. See, and this is the thing that I was, you know, so when they first released that, like in War of the Spark, where Planeswalkers had statics, right? Right, right, right. And it was like, it was like, oh, this shit's busted. It's gross. And it's unfun. Like, yeah. but this is a cool way to do it. Yeah. Like how they're doing it now. Like, this right. is really cool. Like, they're not that gross. Like, I, mean, I think Tesserits is pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but like, it's it, they're unique. They're not something that you're looking at like, oh, like Teferi right. or Narset. It's like, oh, okay, these are cool. Like, these make sense to what the Planeswalker is. And it's pretty cool. Like, mm -hmm. you know, and, and all the alt arts in this set look so good, too, dude. I'm super excited for this set. Right. I love, uh, like, Neon Tokyo-esque kind of, kind of stuff. And, right. Like, looking at Jin's art, both his alt art and his regular. And then yeah. Tezzeret, he's one of my favorite Planeswalkers. And he's getting some, like, he's really good in this set. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just, it's just really, really cool. So I'm I'm very very excited to see uh, to see what all this set has to offer. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And, and like, where, so where have we seen the Wandering Emperor? Have we seen her before? Yeah, she was the Wanderer in uh, War of the Spark. Yeah, she was the the that was someone who we didn't know who she was this whole time, and now we finally get revealed that this is who she is. Yeah, and um, <laughs> well, now now everybody's dreams of dead of her being Emrakul. Weren't you on that train too? Like, didn't you think that was? A... I mean, I'm always on the the train that's wrong. Oh, show like, okay, like, yeah, it, like, if it's some crazy batshit theory, hell yeah, I'm a part of it. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Like, oh yeah, the Wanderer's Emrakul in disguise, and she escaped the moon. Hell yeah! All right, let's do it. All right, sounds good. Get her um, back in there. What's she yeah. doing? What's she doing on Kamigawa? <laughs> so uh, it it is it is cool though to see like. I think it's more cool that we have no Planeswalker really in this set that's like like Gideon-esque like your stocky walkers. Right. Like your gatewatch. Sure, yeah. So that, I, I think that's cool. Yeah. So I'm happy about that. I am I'm very happy. Yeah. Because like, I'm tired of uh, Chandra. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of her. Yeah. Cool. Um, any other lore thing uh, uh i mean that's oh, pretty much oh, oh. I, I'm, I'm sorry actually, i actually do have one more card I, I forgot and this is like a i think it's a big deal the secluded courtyard that's the new uh oh like the, yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah players were talking about this yeah strictly better than an unclaimed territory uh yeah it's just like it's a land that enters you choose a creature type which you know humans Taps for colors, and you also tap it for one man of any color that you could only spin on creatures of that type or activate abilities of that creature type. It's strictly the same as Unclaimed Territory in, in basically your stock human Except stack. I think it, it gets to tap for a colorless. Or I think Unclaimed Territory also taps for colorless. Yeah, it, it, it also does uh, colorless. 
Um, so this will allow them to not play Ancient Ziggurat anymore, which... Yeah, that's, that definitely is the one that they are cutting. That, that's yeah, for sure. Okay. It, yeah, because there's times where they have that and Aether, uh, Aether Vial and just, like, it gets awkward. So, yeah, this, this will always sat for mana. I don't know how much they actually needed this card, but it's it's good that they got it. Well, I saw some of them talk about it, but I also don't think humans... Is... It doesn't say it. He was just, yeah, no. <laughs> like, all right, we're back. Like, this isn't it. Like, It's so crazy. I think we talked about it on one of our other episodes. Like, when MH2 was coming out, I was super high on humans. It's like, this oh, is it. Like, this you is... were like, it's back. This is tier one. Like, yeah, I was yeah. like, how, how does humans, like, you get Charlotte's agent, you get Imperial Recruiter, you get fucking, like, Esper Sentinel. Like, what do you mean? Right. No, format, format way too fast for humans <laughs> to be a real deck. Right, yeah, and then they were like, okay, we'll play uh, Ragavan and the humans. <laughs> it's that good. Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. It, it, that was a flash in the pan, but that, I thought that was really funny. Well, it's so wild, man. Yeah. It's it's just so crazy, like, like, and we'll always talk about it, but, like, where modern's gone. Right, yeah. So, Cole, I actually have a question. We have the, uh, I think the black, white, and green, and now red channel lands that were previewed or or spoiled yeah so we still have blue that's always the scary color is it oh green's pretty fucking good green's pretty good i i I would say pretty safely that or pretty confidently that well i don't know they shafted the shit out of red right oh the the red one is the it's uh four mana to create two one ones with haste that's, uh, uh, not not very i mean that card will probably i mean it's free and standard so like you play it in red anyways like you're like oh i'm, I'm already playing mountains <laughs> this is just <laughs> another mountain basically like that's, that's right. what it reads to me yeah oh yeah same pioneer if you're playing basic lands yeah, rem- yeah unsleeve one of them throw throw whatever color you want like the if you're in green obviously disenchant blue white whatever there's no downside to doing it um, the first one's free. Uh, but what do you think the blue one's going to be? Uh, that, probably, some, probably some stupid shit, like draw cards or something. <laughs> I, was one, yeah, I was wondering if you, if you thought it was going to be that. I was, I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I honestly don't know because they kind of like, it could, it's not probably, it's not going to be bounce. I doubt, I would be stunned if it was like a bounce effect. But, um. It would probably—I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if it was like cycle or something. But, but, then, but no, like it had to be like—it had to be like two mana cycle to, to be remotely like okay, basically. Yeah. You know, I was kind of thinking it might just be like like uh, maybe like three mana consider, like surveil one, draw one. Yeah, that'd yeah, be they, fine. They, like or you know whatever they would. You know, they look at the top card. You may put it in the, you know, it's char. It's Archmage's charm. Oh god! Someone did say like, you know, I think it'd be okay if it's like a mana league for like four or five mana. I was like, no, no, I don't want counterspell on uncounterable land. Right? Yeah. Fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. He. He. uh, Yeah. There's plenty of people that were like, no, we're not. We're not gonna be okay with this. Um, I'd be pissed. No. No. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, cast Yogmoth. Okay, discard this land, counter it. Okay, never mind. I can't even respond to it. Good job. Right. I can't. I couldn't even stop it. Yeah. Cycle nimble obstructionist. Stifle. No, never. Um. 
Yeah, I, I thought maybe like sort of maybe like could be like Scry three or like I was thinking like consider, which is just draw a card, um, or even like surveil three. But I thought it was something like that, just like a little library manipulation. Yeah, I think that's fine. I, I think blue being draw cards is totally totally fair. To be yeah, perfectly honest, like it. That's not something I'd be like, oh man, I can't believe they did that. Like, right. I mean, they did put dis like uh, naturalize on the green one, which is that's pretty pretty freaking good. I like better natural. Well, I, I guess it does have the downside of like it's naturalized that um, that like gives them a land. Like you can ramp them. No, yeah, sure, yeah, that's true. Like if I you're guess... if you're desperate doing it, like I guess like it, it's gonna ramp them. Yeah, I guess I forget. Like I just don't care because I'm just so excited about like the the what you're destroying that i don't care like i forget yeah no i get you yeah you're like yeah man i don't fuck right which i mean you know totally makes sense right oh another card i thought was kind of cool spirit companion the it's a white elvish uh visionary one in a white one one when the companion enters the battlefield draw a card which one oh yeah the the, the dog the enchantment creature dog yeah i sent courtney a picture of that dog and i was like look and she was like, I'm already excited for the set. Right. I immediately said, like, it dies, it loses the draping inspector in combat, so I'm not interested. Stupid. <laughs> Dumb. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I think, uh, as far as, like, cards we have so far, I think that, I think that covers what I'm interested in so far. Oh, no, I, yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not going to go too in detail, because we have, uh, we always do a big old episode whenever the full set comes out, and we go over, you know, all the cards that we think are going to affect certain formats. So get ready to hear about Bosechu again. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'll probably just like repeat everything. Um, or someone will tell me another corner case interaction. I'll be like, yeah, it's so good because of this corner case interaction. I saw Moniz post about it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my God. We, t- we chat a lot today about stuff. But anyway. I figured. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he, we were talking about, uh, a me maybe editing the titan talk podcast too but we'll we'll see how, what happens with that i have no idea that'd be cool i mean it's just like time that i will lose again but I, I i'll talk to them we'll see um we'll see what happens but is also like with rants obviously with ross and the star city game stuff it's just like there's a little bit more focus on getting that podcast, um, trying to yeah help Ross out a little bit more since he just lost like his his job basically or will in next month. But I so we're we're we're, we're trying to figure stuff out with that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. I guess that's kind of it. Yeah, that, that's pretty much it. That's that's everything. We may do a podcast next week. Uh, no promises, but we're we're kind of looking at a every other week kind of thing. Obviously, you heard from Cole that he's moving. Uh, he's working on moving within. I guess you only have like a little over two weeks at this point. Yeah. So, so yeah, he's not terribly available. Uh, so we'll 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 just see, but no promises. Uh, but we'll uh, the next. I guess like depending on when we uh, when we come back, we may just do the full set episode very soon. Like the next episode. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
Well, cool. Well, I think that will do it for us this week. Thanks, everyone, for checking us out. And we'll see you guys next time. See you next time.